It's Wednesday somewhere, and that means you're listening to Spoiler Alert. As long-time, listen- long-time listeners will know, we have an annual tradition around here at Spoiler Alert. Our take on March Madness, where we spend the whole month watching films of one iconic star. After two very exciting previous tournaments featuring work of Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks, this year we decided to go with one of the most beloved actors and comedians ever, Robin Williams. And we're calling it Robin Sanity. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a very muted air horn from Sonny today. That was a drive-by. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a dramatic reading. Uh, for every week in March, the three of us, uh, I'm of course joined by Sean and Sonia, uh, will each choose a film and then score them all on the Sonia created Robin rendition rubric, which, by the way, is a sight to be seen. Um, <laughs> He'll be ju- uh, uh, his performances will be judged on five categories, characterization, voice, physicality, tension, and emotion, and of course, style points. This week, we are talking about Robin Williams' dramatic films. Guys, how was this week for you? Oh, it was a sad week. It was a sad week. It was the, it, it had downs and further down. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, I every guess there film we watched this week... There is a through line of suicide and teen death through every single one. Yeah. Ab- uh, abandonment, and of course, uh, yeah, no, there's just so much uh, really going on here. I, I wonder if uh, Robin at some point made a choice that if he's going to be sad, he's going to have to go all the way. All the way. Um, listeners, we, uh, we, we sort of had a pre-talk today, and I think we just have to jump in to a little movie called oh, What Dreams May Come. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> let's dive Let's dive deep, as uh, his character Chris did in this film. Uh, yeah. Would one, would one of you please uh, try and take a stab at uh, well, what this movie's about? It is my dubious honor um, that I, um, <laughs> I asked to do this film because... Um, in all of the searches for Robin Williams' best dramatic like work, mm-hmm. this is always in the top, and I've never seen it before. And I was like, "Let me see what Robin's got going on." And so, let's see it. It is about um a man who suffers. Well, before the credits, the beginning credits have even finished rolling. Both of his children have perished in a car accident. Then mm-hmm. he dies in a car accident. And then he's mm-hmm. a ghost, and he's kind of floating around. Maybe he goes... No, he goes to heaven. Then his wife commits suicide, and she goes yep. to hell. So then he goes on yep. a bit, little bit of a jaunt, like a, you know, Lord of the Rings-style crusade to get her back from hell and bring her back up to heaven. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. know what? Oh, and they're also maybe trapped in some sort of painting that she made. There's a lot of things <laughs> going on. Uh <laughs> Sean has, has skipped a lot of steps there, but I think that what he said rings true. Yeah. Um, which is surprisingly terrifying. But you neither here nor there. Uh, so you guys, let's uh, let's talk about the characterization of this character. What did you think? Okay. Well, as a reminder, all 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 scores are out of fifteen, and my low balls that are coming seem like they're out of ten, but they're out of fifteen. Okay. This is this is. This is very probably controversial because yet this film sucked. This film was terrible. I I say that. But Robin Williams' portrayal of Chris, I thought was actually very good. And I know that this is going to be... (laughs) Jeremy is shook and shocked. So it it is with this... uh, but I say I gave him a 12 out of 15. Wow. Oh, dang. Yeah. Whew. Because I believe I, I got the, I got the, the full complicated man from this. He pours himself mm-hmm. into his work to deals with his horrific situations. Um, he is a children's doctor, which is kind of a Robin Williams specialty. He's yep. professional, but he's also very uh, a quirky man. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I, I felt that Robin was doing a lot of good work with this. For what? Okay. Who knows why? But <laughs> Sonia, what did you score? Uh, I gave a nine for similar reasons. Mm-hmm. I think the score would have been higher if the film overall was better. 
And so that's tricky because that's maybe not entirely fair to Robin. He was, you know, working with what he had. And I agree with Sean. I do think that, like, for what this movie is, he did quite a good job. He, yeah, he was pretty complex. There was some some nuance to him. He made some choices, so nine. <laughs> uh, I gave him a six. Okay. And that was because I really felt like Chris was like a few different people. Mm. And I the whole time I was wondering if he was trying to like match the intensity of their situations, right? Like there's these huge swings where they literally go from like heaven, the city of heaven to the boats to of the hell. Game of Thrones, Mad Max, boats yeah. of hell. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know why there were so many elevators around the boats. And then at the time when I thought the boat the elevator was going to go down and went up. It doesn't matter. But um, uh, I gave him a six only because of this sort of, like, strange consistency I felt. Like, when he found out that he had, like, that his wife died and he was talking to Cuba Gooding, who then turned out to be his son. I'm not going to explain <laughs> that at all. Um, who he thought was his friend, but turned out to be his son. But, um, like, he's yelling at him and hitting him. And, like, I get that he's upset, but from what we just saw, I don't know if this makes sense. Mm. I, it just goes back and forth for me too much, I would say. Like, like he's overacting at this point for me. Mm. For me. Fair. That's fair. Uh, fair. Yeah, so that's the, the spoiler alert spread there that we just threw down. What is uh, Sean, Sean, what did you think of her voice? Um, I gave a 10. Um... <laughs> You know, I've, I wow. like now I'm looking at this uh, with new eyes. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I he's <laughs> I I feel quite awkward about it. I don't know. He it it is a very understated measured like thing. He doesn't do a lot of over the top this. Mm-hmm. He does do does he throw in a Swiss accent at the beginning? Yes, yeah, so of course he does. <laughs> It's Robin Williams. He has to. He has to do a joke when uh, his future wife hits him with a sailboat. Um, (laughs) His impossibly flowy future wife. Um, Yeah, mm -hmm. truly. (laughs) She does have a fan on her at all points before their children die. (laughs) There is no point where she's not being fanned by something. No, and then she puts on her short choppy wig to show that she's sad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Sonia, what was your voice score? I gave him a five. Um, mm. because I just, it, it was sort of just, it didn't strike me as special, really. It sort of just sounded like Robin. You know, he made some choices, but mostly, yeah, there wasn't anything remarkable, mm-hmm. I feel. I'll jump on there. I gave it a six, uh, which is, I feel pretty similar. And yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like there were a few moments, mostly of like, montage stuff when he was with his wife and they were happy probably before they had kids and that like he was bringing his robinness to mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. but um yeah voice wise it just really wasn't it really wasn't there uh moving on to physicality sean what are your thoughts um i gave him an eight for this he mm-hmm. uh there's a, okay. There's a lot of overlap in some of these films because I had just watched Hook, and he's doing a very like the same thing. Like, rem- imagine your food, and it's there. Like with the mm. like, remember when the Cuba Gooding's like, "There's coffee in your cup if you imagine it," and he's like, "Oh, you're right." I don't like it. Was it was a very <laughs> weird uh, crossover thing? Um, or like, imagine you're flying, and mm-hmm. Robin Williams flies yeah. around, flies around heaven, or the painting. Wherever we are. Mm-hmm. Um, both, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't mind his physicality in this. I I was really... I liked when he went to heaven and he was extremely joyous after being very not joyous for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's the freeing, freeing nature of heaven, you guys. Totes. <laughs> yeah. Sonia? I also gave it an eight. Um, yeah, I feel like, especially face-wise, he did some good face acting in this movie. Um, and yeah, there were some physical elements, so he gets an eight. (laughs) He didn't move and walk. (laughs) He moved around and stuff. Uh, yeah, wait, did you have something else to say, Sonia? Nope, that was it. No, uh, I gave him a seven, which I feel is right around the, I really thought that the 
parts in hell could have used like there's this scene it's ridiculous where he's walking through a field of heads okay, and as, like, I, as like, I was saying to you guys before it's a Monty Python sketch basically and yeah. it totally is it's hilarious right and like he talks to one of them and there's no way you're not stepping on someone's face yeah. and they're kind of apologizing and stuff and like I I felt like if he had been more disgusted or like you know like I would have bought it more but it just seems like moving through hell was so like we talked about it being so hard for so long and then he literally goes on a 5 minute walk and falls <laughs> yes, to where he needs to be the yeah, power you of know. soulmates Jer. he rolled with it so sure. easy like in the that river sticks or whatever when all those writhing bodies pull him in Easy breezy, yeah. he does not care. He swims out. Down we go. Yeah. But also, like, don't they fly at points? Yeah. Like, don't... Yeah, like, just fly. Like, just why... Why? You know, why did that get taken away? Explain? Yeah, maybe you can anyway. only fly in heaven. Yeah. You know the okay. rules. Uh, <laughs> come on. Uh, he doesn't have wings, you guys. Uh, the next the next one is, of course, tension and emotion, uh, which this time around holds nothing about comedy. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, except uh, Sean. I thought he was very funny when he was treating his little patient. Uh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was a bit of a flash of the Robin that we know, that we know and love. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave uh, a 10. I I still think that Robin is a good actor. This is what I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I think he did have a few good moments in it. Some of them, yeah, very, very big swings. Very scenery chewy, but I, I kind of, I don't know. I didn't mind. I, I think he did some good works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sonia? I agree. And as I told you guys before the show, I am about to reveal something deeply embarrassing, which is this movie, despite being, I would say, bad, um... Made me cry like <laughs> few things have ever made me cry. Wow. I don't know if it's just where I was at, if it's just sort of how manipulative and in your face the the sadness of the film are. Um, I cried for the first time seven minutes in, and so I was like, and then I cried again like two minutes later, <laughs> and then I cried again like two minutes later. So I was like, I'm going to start keeping track of all the separate times I cry. Mm-hmm. I cried 21 separate times. Sonia, wow. you must have been going through it. I was. Ooh. And so I gave it 10, 10 points because mm. roughly half a point for every time it for made every me cry. I see. Wow. Okay, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, no. So that's embarrassing. Man. I hope you drank well, some water. I don't know water. if it's embarrassing. Yeah. Hydration is important. Hydrate, yeah. um, I... Uh, I scored him a nine. You do feel it. Like, mm-hmm. I think that, like, if nothing else, Robin Williams is able to, like, make you feel something actually pretty profoundly. Like, I think that was his thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was his skill. And I think that was what he brings to all of these. Because, like, you do feel his dread. You do feel his love. Like, it's, it's over the top, certainly. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the end scene where he's like, kind of understands the rules of this place and he's interacting with his wife like it's heartbreaking yeah. you know like he's 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 doing literally everything he can think of to try and resolve this in the three minute window he's been given this clerical <laughs> and, um, error that he's been served in heaven in a, in a place that time doesn't matter or perhaps exist um but uh he you know every sort of bit of it you do feel uh, his son's eulogy yeah. was real good. Stop. Yeah. Like that was, was probably three good. of my cries. <laughs> <laughs> like it was. Yeah. Like it was beautiful. Um, and uh, that was it. Was easily the I for me the film kind of just ends once he figures out it's his son. Like yeah. I, like that mm. for me. I, yeah. I was really like that's affected credit role. I was affected yeah, by no, the, was just... his relationship with his children. But then mm-hmm. literally, like, once he meets them again in heaven, he's like, okay, see you guys later. <laughs> I could awesome. not care less about you. Yeah. No, he, he, he really wants Cuba to go with him. Mm-hmm. Right. We haven't to mentioned help, that then... his children take the bodies <laughs> of random adults that he's met in his life and stuff them. Literally random. 
One of which is just a, a flight attendant he thought was hot and then made a comment to his daughter about, and there's so, some very weird stuff in there. And she's so like, rough. I chose and her then, because you liked her. Why? And, and like, as an aside, the choice to keep using the Asian flight attendant for yeah. the rest of the movie, like, switch it to the daughter, we get it now. Yeah. Why would you persist? But we don't know. I'm happy that lady got a check, though. Yeah, we we yeah, but so strange. Uh, maybe they're just working around like child actor things. It doesn't matter. Uh, okay, our final category for what dreams may come are, of course, Robin style points, and I am dying to know what you guys scored it because mine is harsh. Yeah. Um, I probably okay. So I think I gave a seven, which maybe mm-hmm. is a little high. Um, I, maybe this is me projecting this on him after the fact, but it felt to me like this was a kind of an important project for him or that he appreciated, like he liked the content matter in some way or connected to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause otherwise I don't really know why he's here. Mm-hmm. Like money, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, Sonia, what did you score? Yeah, I gave it a six. I feel like other people could have been in this. I actually don't know if it would have been. I think it would have probably been worse if it wasn't Robin. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it wasn't like, oh, we really needed that Robin flair in this one. Yeah. (gasps) Uh, I gave it a two. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, I I do think he was probably miscast because like Robin is a lot of things, but he's always looked 50. And when he yes. is that when he's when he first meets his wife when they're fresh and young or whatever, I'm, it's like mm-hmm. did he have prosthetics on at that part? I think he just had bangs. They, like, his face his looked hair. so weird. Yeah, he had bangs. It was it was very strange. <laughs> uh, do you guys remember when he emerges from the water because he figures out he can walk on it, and his hair is like this straight cut line? I did of, actually very uh, much clock that. Yes, yeah, that I, also I was did. just yeah. Uh, anyway, back to style. I like I don't see any of the Robinness here, mm. and I think that that was a choice. I think that it pops, it flares up for a few moments, but I feel like you have to know how to lean into it, and here they didn't know how to do that. Maybe they were too busy not, making us cry. Yeah, and I think the other factor here that is not part of our rubric, and nor should it be, is that there's a lot of really crazy visual things going on a hundred percent of the time, and uh, it it at times is distracting. Yeah, and other times it looks really cool but goes on too long mm. like the, so there's for example there's a scene where he's in one of his wife's paintings and everything is paint and he like gets all dirty and it's constant and uh i'm like the whole time i'm just like what like what what is this i thought that was <laughs> like, going to be the rest of the here? movie and i was like this is going to be a nightmare <laughs> yeah it did stress me out a bit i was like he's getting so sticky <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, well, with, with that score... Wait, can, uh, I, we'll can I mention oh. just my favorite line? It is one that yes. uh, the wife says, uh, her entire family is killed by now. She's all alone. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, a whole family lost to car crashes? That's enough to make a person ride a bike. Like, delivered to this, like, <laughs> yeah. Fran Leibowitz, like... Make it a, a one-liner, but by an intensely grieving woman. I'm like, what is that about? Uh, I The oh, second you said you were going to say a line, I knew that's the one that you were going to say. Because it stuck out so crazy. It was, it was crazy. so ridiculous. It was absolutely crazy. Because she wasn't really oh, funny God. the rest of the movie. No. <laughs> no. That was, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that was crazy. Um, okay, we'll move on to the, the second movie that we're going to s- discuss this uh, this evening, uh, picked randomly in the order that I wrote it down, which is a, a little film called Hook, uh, which I believe I have the honor of summarizing. Um, I think a lot of people are familiar with this movie. I would be surprised <laughs> yeah. if, if uh, you... I would be surprised if you hadn't seen it but still don't know what it's about at this point. Um, but, uh, very briefly, uh, Peter Pan leaves Neverland and becomes Peter Banning. Uh, he's a lawyer? Is that what he does? Yeah. Is that? Okay. Um, 
grows up, has children, uh, returns to visit an elderly Wendy, and uh, Captain Hook steals his kids, and then he is forced to go back to Neverland to try and bring them home. Uh, it's pretty great. It's a childhood favorite, of course. Uh, and it stars uh, Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman, Julia Roberts, and why can't I remember Smee's name? Glenn Close. But <laughs> <laughs> is it? No, uh, I, I'm, I'm blanking on I it. Don't but, know uh, well, we're, we're I don't good. know his yeah. name. Is it Bob Hoskins? I'm scared to say Bob Hoskins sounds right. Okay. okay. (laughs) Um, So, uh, with that brief version of what Hook's about, um, Sonia, would you care to get into characterization of a much older Peter Pan? Sure. By Robin Williams. Um, I gave a 10 because I do feel like he's quite consistent as um, evil businessman Peter. And then Mm -hmm. he gets some extra points for sort of the transition to Neverland, Peter, when he reconnects Mm. with his pan self. Um, (laughs) And, you know, he can can fight and fly and crow. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to lie, you guys. For some reason, this time around, this sent me into a spiral about the Peter Pan myth and, like, what what all Mm. is under that whole thing. And it kind of distracted me from the movie. (laughs) But there is a lot there. In terms of Robin and focusing just on Robin, I do feel mm-hmm. like his characterization is pretty good in this. And for mm-hmm. him not to be overshadowed by Dustin Hoffman is something. Yes, absolutely. Uh Sean, what did you think of I the also characterization gave a 10, of Hook? Uh cuz as Sonny said, he does give us growth. Um when I was a kid, I was very scared of Robin at the beginning mm. of this film cuz he's really he's really mean and kind of cruel and he's kind of just a scary dad. Um, Mm -hmm. and then he childs out so hardcore and, uh, and so easily (laughs) and, uh, it was really great. Mm -hmm. Uh, I gave it, uh, an 11. Um, I think there's some good stuff going on here in terms of like the contrast between when he climbs up to save his kids versus when he's like got the confidence to fly and all those, uh, differences in the character. I think he, like, I think he did a really great job. I don't know. I think the jury is still out on how super people fly. Like, I don't think anyone knows what it looks like, but I think that this uh, version is okay. Mm. You know, like, uh, you don't do the Superman, you don't do the... I, I can't think of anybody else, but we're still here. Kind of awkwardly uh, lean. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> maybe? Yeah. I don't know where the propulsion is coming from. Mm. If it's from the mind, shouldn't the body dangle? Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would look horrifying. Sonya, what... It would. It would. What about uh, his voice here? Um, I actually kind of don't know why, but I gave him an 11 for voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he, the scary dad thing, he really conveys that. Like, there's that part where he's on the phone and he's like, I'm on the call of my life here. And it, like, really oh. doesn't sound like Robin. When he snaps, um, it's scary. It's so scary. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. And, like, full-on abusive also. It's just like, yeah. your children and wife are scared of you. That's abuse. Um... And then, you know, and then he, yeah, there's just a lot of dynamics there between, you know, that version and the Neverland version. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Sean? Um, I gave an eight. Uh, you know, nothing huge. He, he mm-hmm. crows. Um, he does crow. I, I, his weird, his relationship with Wendy, I find very strange. Oh, And just my the way goodness. he talks yeah. to Wendy. Because I'm like, is this sexual? Because it wasn't made, like, but now it's like. I didn't even, when I was a kid, I was like, his grandma? But yeah. it's just like, whatever, orphan mm-hmm. orphan matron. Um, yeah. Anyway, when he's, whenever he speaks to her, and when he, when she was telling him about Neverland, and he was like, try, he was like, oh, she's having an Alzheimer, like, breakdown. That, <laughs> I appreciated that. Yeah. Um, I, I also gave it a nine. I think that, like, there's a lot of good work happening here. Um. The crowing thing, and, like, when he interacts with the Lost Boys is really crazy. And there's, like, this, like, whimsy in his Peter Pan voice. Like a like yeah. a youthful breathiness <laughs> that, like, is a voice. Like, he is, like, he is doing something. It's, it's subtle, which I think is good. Like, I think it's appropriate. But, um, I always just, uh... I always just wondered so much, so, so much about a lot of things. Uh, I will say, and this is just a quick aside, we just have a moment before the break here. 
the scale of this whole thing is was reduced when I watched it. Mm. Like like everything just used to like that pirate city went on forever in my mind. Mm. When he gets knocked into the water, you can like clearly see it's a small pool. Yeah. <laughs> like like there's That's just true. things that that like like and I don't know if, you know, my child brain just overlooked them. I like I don't know what happened. What year was this movie's ma- movie made? Um I think that's 91. probably true. Because yeah. there's, it's like not a very great movie. We we can be it's... we can be real with each other. It's enjoyable <laughs> and very fun, but it's not Spielberg's best. No. Well, that's that, that's true. But like uh, the sword fighter, we're gonna have to. Oof. That's coming up. I guess uh, we're in gonna physicality. have to. <laughs> We're going to have to pick this up. Uh, you're listening to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM, CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Tuned into the community. We'll be right back. You're back listening to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM, CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Tuned into the community. As a part of Robin Sanity, we're talking about dramatic Robin Williams films. But first, does anyone know what time it is? Anyone have any idea what time of day? Uh, relevant, t- relative uh, to... Dark outside. That's true. It's game time, people. Oh. Oh, nice, wow. Sonya. Wow. Okay. For those who don't know. Sonya plays Peter Pan on stage. Yeah. Sonya <laughs> Cancrow. She's child uh, boards. I have to wear seven binders to look like You're kind of dressed like Peter Pan. <laughs> I am. <laughs> kind of are. Uh, this barrel chested young man. <laughs> 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 uh, the, the game is where I spend a few minutes this week looking for a title related to our topics that these two have not seen. I tell them the title, they tell me what they think it's about, I tell them what it's really about, we all have a great time. Shauna, tell are you guys ready to play the game? I yes. think I'm ready. This week's title is... I'm so excited. Bicentennial Man. That title again. <laughs> oh. Bicentennial Man. Uh, who would like to begin? Um... <laughs> Well, I can go. Yeah, you go, Sean. I'm like, I don't know what to say. I don't know either. Well, so there's a man who is attracted mm-hmm. to all genders, and uh, he lives for a hundred years, um, and he gets into <laughs> he gets into many many sexual shenanigans over these hundred years. And all of his friends and neighbors refer to him as that bicentennial man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Wow, thank you. Yes. Uh, yeah, okay, thank you. Well, yeah, Sonia. Okay, so there's a man. <laughs> but the man lives in a world where everyone is a number. So there's like sevens running around and like twos. And- oh. So, like, like, like. So, hold on. Like, like, like there may be multiple people that are rated at the same number, nope. or they're okay. they are like physically numbers. Oh. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. That's so what, he that's is where the number one hundred. Yeah. Ah, he's like very, you know, he's long. He's like got a long bit and then two round bits. Anyway, <laughs> that's <sounded laughs> trying to find a doorway that'll fit him. <laughs> Try it. Uh, and also, he's attracted to all genders. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just him exploring with all the different numbers. And it's it's pretty exciting stuff. That's awesome. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank, uh, is anyone else trying to figure out how uh, number 100 would move? Yeah. Like, if it were made of flesh and sentient? Like, it would, like, I think it would accordion and along. Like yes. A, yeah, like a, I okay. agree. Yeah. Okay. I'm very happy we're all on the same page. Uh Honestly, uh, shocked and quite impressed by your guys' answers. Uh, they're not right, but hot dang if you guys didn't take me somewhere I didn't know I was going to go. Um, as does Bicentennial Man. Uh, do you guys know anything about this movie? I think there's I a I saw robot the cover in. and I was like, you read that's, it out. It's very eerie. That's enough. Uh, so, um, Robin Williams portrays a robot that lived for 200 years. And slowly, over the course of his life, becomes a human being. So, he starts off as, like, a robot version of Robin Williams, which is terrifying. And then he learns woodworking. And then he (laughs) uh, raises a little girl, because he's, like, basically a nanny robot. And he keeps learning about all these emotions. And then he gets a body and a face that's more human. And over time... 
Uh, no, it's not. It's never made of wood. Oliver Platt <laughs> like sculpts Robin Williams' face. It's crazy. It's okay. absolutely insane, you guys. Um, but um, he, it, it's sort of his relationship to this family, and uh, he sort of falls in love with the girl that he's supposed to watch, and then her granddaughter. Problem. And ultimately, well, they. F- it's weird. It's super weird. Bit of a Peter Pan um, situation. Here we go. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um. So. Uh. It is wholly unsettling and i kind of really hate it (laughs) i just keep watching it though like i just keep like again and like i remember being in the theater being like this is terrible no one should ever see this and then two years later i like picked it up at blockbuster because that was a good call (laughs) (laughs) like what a nightmare to be in that family this is your nanny you're gonna grow up and like hook up with him and so (laughs) will your daughters (laughs) It is very strange, um, and it does sort of. It's it's based off two. Uh, are these stories or books? Uh, two texts by Isaac Asimov, of course. Yeah. Um, and it just like wrestling with. At what point does a machine become human? Uh, yeah. Thank thank you guys for playing the game, and once again having Bicentennial Man take me places I didn't know I wanted to go. Well, I'm glad we didn't have that on. The, uh, on yeah, the let's just yeah. do a quick. A quick reset here. Okay. Uh, we're talking about Hook. Uh, we're running it through our, uh, our Robin rubric here. Sonia, take us back with physicality. What did you give Hook starring Robin Williams in regards to physicality out of 15? I gave it a nine. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was, it, was, it was fine. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. bad. It wasn't amazing. The sword fighting was... Maybe not the best that I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Um, but, you know, he flies. He rides on a skateboard at some point, I believe. He... Mm-hmm. All kinds of stuff. So nice. Yeah. There we go. Sean? Um, yeah. He... Yeah. The uh, extremely simple sword fighting. He does uh, sit in the water for the second film that we watched this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The mermaids kiss him, which was very pivotal for my... Uh, growing up also. I very much like that scene. Um, Yeah, I gave a nine as well. I like the food fight scene. That is Mm. some physicality. That's some mind work. Very fun. Not mind work, but, you know. (laughs) Energy ball work. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Assisted mime, I think we could call it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I gave it an 11. Uh, For all the moments that he's not Peter Pan, Mm. I think. Like, I really enjoy the sort of slapstickiness of him falling and not being able to, like, act, right? Like, he's a huge wuss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there is a really great moment where Tinkerbell is instructing him on how to be a pirate. And that oh, always yeah. sticks out to me. Oh, yeah, I, pretty, like, yeah. like that, that is sort of embedded in my mind. And it's just sort of this fun thing where, like, clearly he's not that brave, but if someone tells him sternly, he's going to do it. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was all. That was really fun. Uh, Sonia, tension and emotion of Hook. I don't know. Okay, I don't know if I agree with my own rating. Mm-hmm. I gave it a ten. Um, okay. Mostly for I think it's mo. It's just you know dad stuff. Dad stuff will get you. And him realizing that he hasn't been a good father, and realizing how much his kids mean to him, that that'll get you. Mm-hmm. Also, let's just throw an asterisk on the fact that it probably shouldn't take a father three days <laughs> to realize that his children make him happy. But I agree. That should have been the go-to. Like, you think, you know, maybe your wedding day, the day your children were born. There's big ones, right? He's so he's so bad. That yeah. baseball scene, I'm always like, literally oh divorce him. Yeah, mm-hmm. He's the worst. Uh, I also noticed this time around that his son's just on the blue team. Yeah. Like there, there was no, there was no, and oh. it was just blue. And that They're like we'll really fix good. it in post, and they forgot. Yeah, it never happened. Sean, where uh, tension and emotion? Um, I gave a nine, almost explicitly for the memory coming back scene, which I really mm-hmm. it always gets me. Yeah. Uh, um, I just think that's a very well acted scene, and then of course it ends with Tinkerbell blowing up, and then they kiss because why can anything just be normal in this movie? Truly. It has to be creepy sexual. Um, of course. But yeah, I give it a nine. It uh, is I'll... you, Peter, that part. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, I gave it a nine. 
as always, I think, like, as I've said, it's Robin Williams' gift to sort of be this empathetic conduit. Uh, when Rufio dies, it's, it's still so hard. Every, like, it's just like, it hits him so hard. You know, like it, like it just, it's so good. But luckily it clears the way for Thudbutt to rise to the occasion. (laughs) (laughs) There's a child named Thudbutt in this. Well, you have to have a fat character who's the butt of some jokes, Sean. You just have to. And we'll just grab his legs and roll down yeah, a gangplank <laughs> like a bowl. That's, that's uh, the roundness of that boy. My yeah. God. Uh, all right, you guys, the final category for hook style points. Sonia, what do you got? I gave it an 11. I don't know if it warrants <laughs> that, but it just, it, it is, a, it feels like a distinctly Robin movie. And mm-hmm. I do really feel that it, for someone to not be overshadowed by Dustin Hoffman, it had to, yeah. it had to have some panache. Absolutely. Sean? Uh, yeah, I gave a ten. I really, I really like Robin um, as this unlikable prick that uh, <laughs> gets a new lease on life. Very like mis- uh, Mr. Scrooge. Mm. Um, and yeah, to do the Peter Pan portion, no easy feat either. I think he, I think he did, as son to say, give some panache. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I gave it a twelve. I think that they would really be hurt by you know like. I, it always kills me how in a lot of Robin Williams stuff, there's like Liam Neeson was offered the role first, and I think that that would have just been a totally different. That would have been insane. Like I, that would be like insane. it. Like it would have been like in an alternate universe. That's the norm, right? And uh, people don't care that much about Rufio and all these things. But Liam Neeson uh, just strangles pirates with his bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a very particular can, set of skills. Uh, it kind of blew me away when they're like their war broke out. And Peter just runs up and stabs and murders that first pirate. Yeah, like oh I was like, God. "Oh man!" <laughs> like, like, oh, like. Also, like, if this just was no... real, those Lost Boys would be getting crushed. Yeah, like they're out here with chicken <laughs> cannons and yeah, like gourds on their head. They would just be destroyed. <laughs> but those, like, they might be like hundreds of years old at this point, right? So they might know something. It's crazy, certainly to build that creepy little boat that they like pedal with their feet. <laughs> yeah. That would have taken some time. <laughs> they're not. They're not engineers. Um. Okay. Well, that is hook. Uh, well, and we somehow managed to get through it without I just being overshadowed to, by Dustin. I wanted to yeah. point out that there's a crossover in this as well because Toodles at the very end when he floats away, he tells them to seize the day. Which is the mantra oh. of the next movie that we're about to watch. Wow. Oh, seg- segways are cool. Thanks, Segways. Um, the next movie we're going to talk about is, of course, Dead Poets Society, uh, which is a yet another high high one on Robin's dramatic list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonia, would you care to tell us what that's about? Well, this is a fun little romp about a repressive preparatory school for boys. Where it's all about tradition and getting yelled at, and you're not allowed to have fun or have your own dreams or ambitions. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll probably become a Republican senator or a doctor. I think those are the career paths. And yeah, then seems to be correct. Manic Pixie Dream Prof, Robin Williams, <laughs> <Very nice. laughs> comes in, Mr. Keating, and he's here to inspire these boys and make them fall in love with poetry and feel that life has meaning and that they can have dreams um, and obviously the administration loves that. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. They don't love it. And it's a real problem. And the boys find out that Robin, in his time at the school, um, was part of something called the Dead Poets Society, where the boys would get together and read poems. Um, and, you know, just <laughs> be wild. Radical. Uh, and so Crazy. they resurrect it and chaos ensues. And then very sadly, one of the boys in particular, Neil, who, uh, his father is particularly abusive and terrible, um, decides, thanks to Robin, that he wants to become an actor. He secretly signs up to be in a play. His father finds out. Basically, his life is ruined, and very sadly, he takes his own life. Um, and it is devastating. Um, and then, uh, Mr. Keating... And that gives us a three-peat for, like, teen (laughs) deaths this week. Teen deaths Mm -hmm. are us this week. Um, and Mr. Keating takes the fall, basically. Um... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it. He actually he wasn't in this as much as I remembered him being. Yeah, um, yeah, this which is, is kind of a boys movie. Yeah, it's more about and the like boys. this, and it 
it like it does not have a main character. Yeah. Like you think it's gonna be Ethan Hawke's character, mm-hmm. and then it's not because he doesn't say anything for two thirds of the film. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. Um. So let's just jump into yeah. it. Uh, Dead Poet Society characterization. Uh, I gave it an eight. I feel like it's tough because he's not the main character of this movie, so he mm-hmm. doesn't get as much character development. But I feel like what we do see is pretty compelling and interesting, and it mm-hmm. makes me wonder about him. Okay, Sean? I gave a seven. I'm a little mad on this character. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really get a grasp on him, except that he's unconventional. Mm-hmm. Which they just, <laughs> and... Uh, and that he, like, can, will assault a poem out of Ethan Hawke in front of the class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I just didn't, like, he doesn't go to bat for the boys when they, like, mm. get in trouble or anything. He just, like, kind of talks a talk and doesn't defend them. And I didn't really, I just feel like that's not what that person was go- would be doing. Mm. Um, uh, well, and now for something completely different. Uh, I gave him a 12. Wow. Because okay. I feel like... 30 years ago, this person could have existed in this space. Or perhaps in, like, 1984, like an alternate version of reality where, you know, everyone is a, a drone for the machine. But uh, neither here nor there. Um, there are some really compelling moments mm. that he has almost inexplic- inexplicably all while crouched. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why he's so unconventional, is he doesn't stand yeah. in front of the class. He takes um, it out. But, uh, like, I, I feel like a lot of the, you know, like, he understands his place in this school to these boys, and he knows what he can do, and, like, I think that's why he doesn't, like, help them out. You know, like, because really, had they just done the Dead Poet Society thing and that guy not do that stupid prank, everything would have been fine, right? Like, it, like it's all these mm. sort of issues, but uh, I still thought it was good. I believed, I believed him. I believed mm. him. Sonia, for voice, what did you give him? I gave him a nine. Um, I feel like he did He did do that Robin thing where he can make things sound so stirring and inspirational. And some of this genuinely I did find kind of meaningful, you know? like, And mm-hmm. granted, this is like some target stuff for me, talking about the importance of literature and like self-expression and, you know. But, um... Yeah, it uh, he can he can do an inspirational speech. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Sean, I gave an voice? eight. Um, is there a pigeonhole sequence where he quotes Shakespeare uh, while doing celebrity <laughs> impressions? Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he, as you said, is like has a real elegance with the source material, uh, mm-hmm. and, like command of his poetry, and I believe I I was very into that. I like hearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I gave him a ten for that as well. It was a nine, and then I heard the the Brando impersonation. Oh and then I yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, like it. Uh, just because it is so fun, and uh, I wonder, like, the whole movie is so surprisingly like like I can just see the thread to School of Rock so hard for like movie format, you know, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I just like we should have just had more time in the classroom, right? Mm-hmm. Like like. I feel like that was the thing I wanted at the end of this. Like, I just wanted to see more of these interactions, really. Um, On to physicality, Sonia. I gave him an eight. Um, Mm. Nothing too special. I guess he got some points for, like, the soccer scenes. (laughs) 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 The the physical exertion, you know, climbing on desks and stuff. But it wasn't anything too spectacular. Some good face acting, though, again. Robin Mm -hmm. can face act, I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah. He's got that rubber face. Mm. I give him a seven. Uh, he doesn't have a lot to work with physically, um, but he yeah. does do mm-hmm. a lot of strong striding. Mm. True. <laughs> he does do a lot of striding. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I gave him a ten. Uh, again, mo- almost more for believability. Mm. Uh, the scene where he's coaxing the poem out of Ethan Hawke, I'll also call Ringing it that. Ringing out of him. <laughs> uh, it is very physical like it became this like this labor of like like forcing it out of him uh which really didn't fit the rest of everything Mm. uh but it was a sort of magic magical moment like it had the you know it had the aladdin sparkles all around it 
Um, <laughs> tension and emotion. Um, I gave it a nine for some of the reasons I've already said. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it uh, he evokes the feels. Um, <laughs> the soundtrack, I will say, the score is ridiculous. It's very <laughs> of its time. It's very boop boop boop. It's I don't know. That's not relevant entirely to Robin's <laughs> performance of emotion, but I feel that it did impact the overall emotion of the film. Oh, when when he is watching Neil in the play. Mm-hmm. His proud face is so mm. touching. Like that yeah. I really felt. So yeah. Yeah, sure. I gave an eight um for also when he's the absorption, his face absorbing them doing the oh captain, my captain moment. Oh yeah. Very touching. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, he uh he does very well at like, yeah, being a proud person. Mm-hmm. I, I really like um, I gave him a 13. Wow. Uh, I feel like of the films we watched this week, this one was, like, the most, like, giving of it. Um, And I think it was probably hurt by the amount of screen time he did not have. Because, mm. um, again... Or but, uh, mm, uh I would gladly take this class. And I'm not a big poetry guy, right? Like, like I... You know, I was sold on, and the moment when he's like telling them to rip the chapter out, mm-hmm. you know, like like I loved how the kids were like, "You're crazy!" Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, you know, and he's like, you know, coaxing them through, um, and it all does seem very like, I've had teachers like that, like <laughs> like like this was so you know they saw the movie and were like, "Oh, I can oh, do yeah. that," and then they did it to me, you know, like that <laughs> sort of thing. Um, so uh, I for that. You know, for the educational uh, impact, I gave it a 13. I haven't taken any of your classes, Jeremy, but... Yeah, is, uh, is it like that? People have described it as that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. some happy uh, customers. <laughs> uh, Sonia, style. Style. Um, I gave an eight. I gave a lot of eights this time around. Um, mm-hmm. he, there was some signature Robin stuff. The impressions, for example. And I do feel that he... Yeah, he just has that... I don't know exactly what it is. That Robin softness and sweetness mm-hmm. and kindness that he infuses into roles that makes this movie, I think, a lot stronger than it would be without him. I do think other actors probably could do it, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why I need. Yeah. Sean? I gave a six. Um... Mostly, yeah, just I think a lot of gents could have taken this role. Yeah. Um, also, up for this role, Tom Hanks and Dustin Hoffman. Oh, mm-hmm. both would have been good. I think so. I feel like those guys uh, are all just showing up at the same auditions yeah. in and out all over the time. All over the <laughs> There's just a series of hallways for all the movies in like 80, yeah. 89 to 92. And we'll, we'll fit you guys in somewhere. It'll be fine. Uh, I gave it an eight. Uh, I agree that like it certainly would have lost a part of its the charm that it currently has if someone else was in it. But, um, you know, I do feel like a lot of other people could have mm-hmm. been successful. Certainly. Um, I, I constantly throughout all of these wrestle with how old he is. Every one of his characters, I don't know yeah. the age of like, I, like I, I just don't know. Um, and it's like, at well, least we have a lot of interest in this one to make it really good. That's, that is, <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he was writing letters to a photo at one point. Yeah, yeah. She's in <laughs> like, London. I was like, what's she doing? Who is she? I want to know. Yeah, living like that is so bonkers to me. I don't mm. know how anyone could, could do that. Um, well, you guys, that's uh, that's the end of Dead Poet Society. Uh, at least the scoring of, certainly. Um, um, can I oh, just Cap- do an oh, Captain, honorable mention Captain. to yeah. the, the mean dad played by Red, like the yes, Red so from Red from, uh, the Sunday mm-hmm. show? But there's a part when, uh, unfortunately, uh, his son commits suicide. But then mm-hmm. his son, the dad runs in and yells "no" in slow motion as he's running towards. Yeah. and it very it took me out very hard. Yeah, <laughs> that was a I was a, just a very dumb cliche thing to do. The way yeah. the way that they depicted, I think Neil's suicide in general is pretty icky. I don't know. I didn't love it. Uh, I thought they did okay. I was just happy it wasn't like. 
yeah sensationalized as because it seemed like it was going to be yeah. and then they like toned it down to something much more real mm-hmm. um which i appreciated because i was really dreading that yeah also, Which made I me fully like... thought that the dad would, sh- like, the disapproving parent would see how passionate the kid is at, like, doing a play or whatever, as is cliches, yeah. uh, and mm-hmm. then be supportive, but it, oh boy, did it not go that way at all. No, no. not in DPS, Sean, not no. in DPS. Not in DPS. Uh, well, hopefully uh, our discussions have given Sonya enough time to adjust her digital abacus uh, so that she can run us through the totals that we have for oh, the evening. We hear those beats boop, 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 boop. <laughs> That's my digital abacus. Uh, all right. In third place with 115 points. That's still a lot. I'm what sorry. dreams may come. Honestly, uh, only Robin could give that movie that many points. That's true. In second place with 131 points. Dead Poets Society. Mm. And oh. coming in first place. 149. Hook. Wow. Do the so, listeners agree that it's a, a drama? Is there is there some <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know how you could think of it as anything else, Sean. It has some comedic moments, but Yeah. The stuff with the no, kids. A... Alright, alright. Yeah. Mommy could do it. I hate that part. Ooh. It's so sad. <laughs> so rough. Um also, all right, could you your guys. mom do it? <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. <laughs> Seems far. Maybe she's like Telling him what he needs to hear in order yeah. to get him to do Your it. Your mom's just Simone um, Biles and can, like, <laughs> do this? <laughs> but, uh, anyway, you guys, that's all the time we have. I'd like to give a shout-out to the Garys for the use of our theme song, Manatuna, my co-hosts Sean and Sonya, everyone here at CJTR, and to our listeners. Spoiler alert is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m. and rebroadcast Thursdays at noon. It's available as a podcast on CJTR's website and wherever else you can get your podcasts. We're on... Twitter at Spoiler Alert YQR and Instagram at Spoiler Alert CJTR. My Electric is coming up next. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.